Energy is everything. It is everywhere, it is every when. It's all that there is, all that there was, and all that there ever will be. In physics, it is often described as the ability to do work. Without energy, nothing works. You are made of energy. You are energy. The tangible aspect of who and what you are is merely a small fraction of who you are and what you are. The vast majority of you as an individual, well, you're pure energy, pure consciousness. Therefore, you do not have consciousness. You are consciousness. When there is unimpeded balance, harmony and flow in the field of energy that you are, you are said to be healthy. So what is energy healing? Energy healing is based on a worldview different to the conventional Newtonian perception of the world. Instead of seeing that consciousness is a byproduct of the human mind, the energy healing world views creation, including you and I, as a product of consciousness. So rather than get rid of symptoms of disease to bring people back to health, we focus on recreating the conditions of good health to bring you back to health. In other words, pay attention to the cause of the disease and not just the symptoms. But does this mean energy healing is all about Eastern medical modalities unproven by science? Or is it some kind of new age pseudoscience that is merely a passing fad? That is why I am here to investigate the myths and to dig up the truth about energy healing. Who should be listening to the podcast? There are two kinds of people who may find this podcast very useful. The first is the professional kind. The therapist, medic, integrative medical doctor, psychiatrist, psychotherapist, holistic health coach, functional medicine practitioner and of course the energy healer. Basically anybody who has chosen to help bring people back to optimal health, wellness and balance using energy medicine or energy healing as part of their toolkit. The second type of listener is the person who has decided to take responsibility for their relationship with their own mind, the body and energy body. It is time to explore. My name is Harun Rabbani. You are listening to the Energy Healing Podcast. Energy healing is considered a form of complementary and alternative medicine based on the belief that a vital energy flows through the human body. The goal of energy healing is to balance the energy flow in the patient. It is used to reduce stress and anxiety and to promote well-being. Energy healing is being studied in patients receiving cancer therapy to find out if it can improve quality of life, boost the immune system or reduce side effects of cancer therapy. When most people talk about energy healing, they often think of Reiki, acupuncture, medical qigong, EFT and other therapies similar to those. But energy healing is more than that, much, much more than that. I was born into a traditional Asian family where the sons were expected to become a lawyer, accountant or doctor. Or if you struggled to become a doctor, you'd become a pharmacist. My family expected me to become a doctor or pharmacist, just in case, and someone they could be proud of, to show off to the world and to change the family's financial fortune. At school, I studied the sciences, which I also happened to love very much, and even my teachers expected me to end up in medical school. But due to a number of unforeseen circumstances, including the death of my grandmother, who had raised me up to the age of four and a half, including that, shattered me. I lost all hope. 
I lost any motivation to study medicine. My grandmother had a tumour in her throat for over seven years and finally succumbed to cancer when I had left home at the age of 18. I lost faith in conventional medicine or any kind of medicine. How come after raising millions of dollars and pounds every year for cancer research had the pharmaceutical companies not found a cure for my grandmother? Why were they still using radiotherapy, which had been discovered by Marie Curie in 1898, or chemotherapy, which was first used by the Germans in World War I as a form of chemical warfare? Of course, my grandmother had no chance. She was dying from cancer and she was a resident in Bangladesh at the time with not a penny to her name to pay for any of these kind of treatments that are on offer. Avoiding medicine, I jumped into reading economics at Birmingham with the hope of becoming a stockbroker after I'd graduated. Things didn't work out the way I'd planned. What's to say? Humans make big plans and God sits back and laughs? After graduating, I first started working for a company called Olympus Chemed, researching, marketing and selling endoscopic accessories to the gastroenterology departments of hospitals across the north of England. I thought I would stay for a couple of years just to prove that I am a success, but I loved it so much I stayed in the industry for nearly a decade. I thrived on working and collaborating with pioneers in the field of endoscopy, gynaecology and then finally ENT or ear, nose and throat. Fast forward to 2006, I had already set up my business coaching and training people in the field of sales and marketing when I watched a movie called What the Bleep Do You Know? And I learned about quantum physics and it started explaining the synergy between science and spirituality. Finally, I was starting to hear the answers to the questions I had since I was a child about religion, about spirituality. I discovered so many of the ancient principles were now backed by quantum science. From 2007 onwards, I started interviewing world-class experts, pioneers in their field, scientists, consciousness experts, medical researchers, psychotherapists, psychiatrists, healers. And over the next few years, I kept asking the most difficult questions, not as a cynic, but as a skeptic. You see, a cynic is somebody who's already decided against whatever you're going to say. A skeptic will ask the difficult questions with an open mind. I wanted to see the evidence that these modern medicine women and men were talking about. By January 2014, I started practicing my own form of energy healing using intuition in particular. But I never stopped asking the hard questions. So I've continued researching and interviewing. But now it's time to go public. Here's one thing I've learned over the years time and time again. But people don't want to believe this. You are far more powerful than you've been led to believe. Your body is the most powerful pharmaceutical machine that has ever been created with 37,000 billion billion chemical reactions taking place in your body every single second. Every day you breathe in over 100 million viruses and for most people, most of the time, they do not succumb to the viruses. The most important healing that will ever take place is actually not because of others, it's because of you and your self-healing. So despite the attack on your immune system, your immune system fights back and it knows how to deal with foreign bodies and toxins. All you have to do, all I have to do, is create the conditions, the energy, the space for our mind, our body and our energy body or our spirit to be balanced, healthy and harmonious. 
The Energy Healing Podcast isn't just about getting your energy levels up. We will be exploring the connection between energy healing and mental health, physical health, your personal relationships, creativity and genius, in other words, your mind, your vocation, your relationship with money, your spiritual growth, your connection to Mother Earth and nature, as well as food and nutrition. We will dig deep in each session. Topics that I am keen to cover include chakra medicine, heart-brain coherence, altered states of consciousness, the placebo as well as the nocebo effect, anti-aging, mental health issues such as anxiety, depression and grief. Other topics include addictions, type 2 diabetes, the big C, multiple sclerosis and other autoimmune diseases. We'll also be covering non-mainstream therapies such as ozone therapy and PEMF. Of course, where would energy healing be without the various meditation and mindfulness practices? We'll be looking into plant-based nutrition and plant medicine, as well as your gut health. Of course, energy is also related to your relationships with other people. So we'll be covering relationship challenges, including narcissism, victimization, soulmate attraction. We'll also be exploring principles such as intention, remote healing, the hierarchy of values. As well as hearing from me, you will also be learning from experts who are taking healing to another level, like the experts I've interviewed in the past, such as Dr. Bruce Lipton, Dr. David Hamilton, Dr. Judith Orloff, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and Professor Konstantin Korotkov, as well as Marion Williamson. It's one thing hearing from the experts, but what about the real-life, everyday heroes who have dealt with chronic health issues and against the odds came out on top? Yes, you'll also be hearing what they did to regain their health, happiness and their life back to normal, whatever normal means. I have learned so much from working with private clients as well as my retreats since the beginning of my energy healing career. To date, I've carried out over 7,000 hours of energy healing sessions. That's over seven years. I've got a few ideas about integrating energy healing into your daily life. I've created an 11-point checklist for taking control of your energy body that you can download for free. So go to energyhealingpodcast.com and download it now. You can also find the link in the show notes or the description. By downloading, you'll also automatically get reminded of forthcoming episodes of the Energy Healing Podcast as well as interviews with the experts. You can get episodes on YouTube, Spotify and other good platforms. Make sure you like the Energy Healing Podcast page, which is under my name, Harun Rabani, on YouTube. And please share the latest episode with at least three people who you feel will value that episode. I really look forward to having you back on the Energy Healing Podcast. See you on the next episode.